to a meaningful marketplace. I'm Sarah Massoni from Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I've helped countless dreamers launch their new food products. It's the science of taking a food delight from the kitchen to mass manufacturing and still keeping its great taste. That's what I do. I've been called the woman with the million-dollar palate, although I haven't tried to cash that check yet. Listen in weekly for real-life stories. Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, modern canning from root to top and stem to core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry. Hello, and welcome to Masoni and Marshall, a meaningful marketplace. Thanks for joining us as we hear the stories of female food entrepreneurs. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce. And Sarah Masoni of Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center. We are glad that you have joined us today. We're going to be here with tips of love and stories of hope for all of our food friends out there. Sarah, I saw that you had a super busy week this week. Yeah, pretty busy at the Masoni household and at the Food Innovation Center. It looks like your garden's going off. Can we get a garden update? The the tomatoes are loving this weather and the watering system's working great. We've um, cut the tops off the potatoes and they're aging. Uh, we'll be able to dig those up, I think, at the end of the week. And we pulled all our onions and they were really, really small. So next year, I'm going to water my onions more heavily to see if I can get them to plump up. Is that what you do with uh, potatoes? Is that you cut the tops off and let them just get bigger underground? Actually, I talked to a farmer um, and that's what they recommended that you, you cut the greens off and you let them age underground for two weeks and then you pull them out of the dirt. We'll have to try that. Growing potatoes is one of our favorite things to grow in our family. And we usually just let them die off. Um, at the top, but it makes sense that you wouldn't, you could just cut them off. You wouldn't need them. Probably then more energy goes to the potatoes, I bet. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause ours are always pretty small. Are they? <laughs> well, I'm not going to be surprised if ours are small because my onions were small and our, yeah. our garlic was small and our carrots were really small yeah. and our radishes never grew right. So I don't know. We got to figure those things out for next year. That's, that's the thing I love though, about, um, you know, being able to have a garden and experiment with new things every year. There's mm. a really fun show, uh, that I was watching and it's called something like love plant grill. Have you seen that? It's on Netflix. No. You oh. should watch it because they talk about, um, the difference between like container gardening and in the oh. ground gardening. And they do all these different experiments with like co-planting different plants and they tell you what grows well together. Oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to watch it. I, w- I watched it right as we were planting our garden and I just had a little notebook and I would just keep track of all the things. And then we tried them and, and the things worked out really great that we did. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. Super That's cool. a good. Now I saw you were doing some food swapping this week. Can you tell us more about how you do food, this food swap thing? Yeah, so we, um, I am in the, a canning club called Portland Preservation Society, and um, my friend Brooke and I started it, I would say, about nine years ago, probably. What? And That's so a long time. I know, it's been such a long time. So it's just getting together a bunch of people that love to can, 
and you bring, you know, whatever you can a lot of, like if, you know, you do a lot of pickles and you want to trade out for something else and then everybody just swaps different things. And so we meet at different people's houses, you know, you, of course, we just started it back up again for this year, but we eat, we meet outside and we just all trade and swap, but it's been a really nice thing because my daughter and my mom and I all can together. And so we get together each month and then make whatever we're going to make. I don't usually go if it's at somebody else's house, though. Yeah, Madeline doesn't go if it's at somebody else's house. She just goes if we're hosting the event. But um, we get to make all different stuff that we want to make. I, I saw you were making pickles. Yeah. I don't usually go because usually it's past my bedtime. Oh. Past her bedtime sometimes. But we did pickles because my mom wanted to do bread and butter pickles. So we did those from my cookbook. And then... We made um, peach barbecue sauce, too, that we brought. Um, it was really fun. Oh, yep. I made um, wiener wraps. Because <laughs> 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 you bring, like, a snack to share, so hey, I brought it to you. With the little ones, the little Smokies? Well, I didn't use little Smokies. I just cut up hot dogs. You know, we had some kind of, like... Um, you know, hot dogs that Adeline likes and and I cut them up really small and then wrapped them in dough so that people could taste the barbecue sauce, you know. Oh, very clever. Okay. So my big question is how many jars do you bring with you to this? You just bring five. Only five? Yeah. And so then you bring five things and you put them on the table and then whoever's hosting goes first and, and you just pick five things that you want. And then you just go around in the circle and keep picking and so, you know, you end up with really cool, creative stuff that maybe you wouldn't have made. Or, you know, if somebody has a fig tree, they'll bring something with figs. If something has a plum tree, they'll bring something with plums, you know. So it's like you end up with all this stuff, but you didn't have to grow it yourself. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. Well, that's fun. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. I So people might hear that we have a little extra voice on the show. So yes. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce our guest for today. So we are joined. My name is on the bottom already. <laughs> People can't see that. Oh, they <laughs> They're just going to be able to hear you. So we're joined today. I've by... never done, done this before, mm-hmm. so I have no idea what I'm doing. You're going to do a great job. We're joined today by Adeline Marshall. She is the owner of Hi. Adeline's Bunny Puffs. Hi. Hi, everybody. She makes freeze-dried berries and candy, and she's also my daughter. Wow. Welcome, Adeline. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. I got a question for you, Adeline. Yeah, but I'm hugging her. Okay. Well, when you're done, can you tell us, how did you come up with the name for your food company? Well, I mean, I love bunnies, and uh, when you put the things like candy or fruit, in the freeze dryer, they kind of puff up. So I combined in both of them to say bunny puffs. I love that name. Thank you. How did you come up with the logo for your bunny puffs? Well, I love bunnies so... I love bunnies so much. And... Um, I really liked the idea of the bunny of the bunny and of the like just the thing puffing up so we had somebody um do a bunny for us on it was supposed to be a freeze dried skittle but it couldn't and we just did a little it kind of looks like a macaroon but not. <laughs> oh you have it there 
Yeah, yeah she has it there. Oh. So it's a little puffed up Skittle with a bunny on it. Well, these ones are raspberries. Yeah. And nice. Another one that are Skittles right here. It kind of reminds me of like Jigglypuff or one of the anime characters, you know, from. I watch anime, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh. But I watch anime, so I. Looks I, pretty I, cool. I wanted to ask you, Adeline, what grade are you going to be in this fall? Second grade. So that makes you eight years old, I think? No, I'm seven. You're seven? Yes. Okay, so here's the big question. What do your friends think? What do you think? Well, my my best friend, the first friend I made my whole life, he's obsessed with it. And so is my other best friend. They're both obsessed with them. And every time they come over, they ask for the Skittles. Oh, yeah. do they buy yeah. them from you or do they expect you to give them free samples? I, I just give them free bags because they're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That I would do that. She does. And, you know, the first thing that um, happens when they come over is that they say, can we have some bunny pops? <laughs> <laughs> And I just kind of back away like, no. yeah. And I don't know, Sarah, if, or if anybody saw on our Instagram, but Adeline's really into vending machines. So we, oh, made okay. her, we made our own vending machine out of cardboard boxes. And we used um, saran wrap on the front as like plexiglass. And then um, uh, we used toilet paper rolls so that you push a button and you, you push it out and then the bunny puffs come out. And so oh. her, friend, <laughs> her friends come over and um, have, sit down, honey, pay attention. Her friends come over and want to do the vending machine to get bunny puffs. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah, it's really cool. So you have a lot of flavors. Can you tell me what's your favorite flavor? What do you mean flavor? What's your favorite kind of bunny puffs? Yeah, what's your favorite kind? I mean, you might think I would probably pick Skittles because kids are obsessed with candy too. But I think I would have to pick one of the berries. Which one? Well, I don't know because they're all so good. Tell her what kinds of berries you do. Well, I have raspberries. Well, freeze-dried raspberries, freeze-dried marionberries, and freeze-dried triple crown blackberries. Whoa, triple crown. That sounds fancy. Do you charge more for those? No, everything, no matter what, is $4 each. Which one do you make the most money on? Do you know? The what? Which, do you know which one you make the most money on? Um. If I'm at the farmer's market, I'm not allowed to do the Skittles. So it would be probably raspberries. Very good. And if I was at like the night market or any other place, it would be Skittles. So I've both Cool. And where do you get the berries from? The farmer's market. Do you have a favorite farmer that you buy from? I have no idea. I don't buy the berries. My mom does. So. Oh, you have a purchasing agent. Yeah, I'm. I would be the purchasing agent. Uh, but we get the berries from Groundwork Organics. Um, oh, it's organic. You farmers market, and um, we did a bunch of different kinds of berries. We tested all the different stuff, and Adeline was the taste tester. Yeah, 
And the raspberries really turn out the best. Yeah, you, should we taste test some and tell people what they taste like? <laughs> um, I can't open We're gonna this. do an old-fashioned um, taste test, Sarah, like we used to do back in the studio. Oh, live taste test. Live taste test. Very nice. So we have some raspberries, and the cool thing about the raspberries, like compared to if you bought them, you know, in the grocery store, is that because they don't travel far, they really stay whole, so they're not powdered. And then nice. the skittles. If I actually want to, if I show you them, you're gonna be like, what? Whoa, looks like a weird eyeball. It blows up. So the Skittles puff up. And and we tried all kinds of candy in the freeze dryer. What were some of the things we tried that worked out? Skittles. Skittles. What else? And gummies. We tried gummies, like gummy bears, and they get really big and puffy. So how the freeze dryers work is that they get really below freezing and it pulls all the moisture out of whatever it is that you're freeze drying. And so then they end up puffing up and getting really crunchy. There's no liquid in them, but it doesn't use any chemicals. It's just using cold. So it's not like when people freeze dry stuff. Yeah. It just pulls all the water out. And then the funny thing about that is that it's in this cold chamber and then the ice melts and the water comes out and it smells like Skittles or raspberries or whatever you're doing. We haven't ever drank it, but... You could. Yeah, Adeline wants You to. know that's called sublimation. Yeah. Do you know if it would it be edible, Sarah? I don't see why not. We could sell it as a upcycling version of our business. Get a well, well, put it in uh, some sparkling water or something and sell it. Yeah. Sell it for refreshments. So I got another question for you, Adeline. Are you ready? Yes. You ready for serious questions? Did any of your friends ever run into you at the market and were they surprised that you were a business owner? I don't know how to answer that question because <laughs> I kind of forgot. She I don't think anyone's come that didn't know that she had the business, but lots of her friends come. Oh, they do. Yeah. And the kind of cool thing about it is that Adeline gives samples in little cups. So my favorite thing to watch is, is when Adeline, when somebody comes up to the booth and Adeline asks if they want to try, you know, whatever it is that she has for the day and they'll try it and their reactions are really fun. What do people do when they try it? You have to use your words because nobody's going to be able to see you. What do people do when they try the freeze-dried berries? Do they seem surprised? Yeah. People are surprised because they they don't know how it tastes because it tastes so weird. Yeah, it's a really fun... It's like a taste explosion in your mouth. It's a taste explosion, for sure. Nice. It kind of explodes and crunches in people's mouth, and it sort of intensifies things. So we, you know, of course, got the freeze dryer for our sauce business, and so we use it to do our seasoning packets, and we freeze dry shallots and, and hot sauce and different things oh. that we then put into our seasoning packets. Nice. But we didn't know that it would do this with candy and we saw it on online and ended up ordering some and Adeline loved it. And so then she wanted to have her own business is how it all kind of started. Oh, so you saw it online and it tasted so great. You wanted to get in the biz. Yes, for sure. That's great. Is that what inspired you to start it? So Adeline, what are you doing with all the money that you're making? Well, I'm, I'm saving up for a hoverboard. 
Oh, you're saving up for a hoverboard. Yeah, I'm donating $1 from each bag to the Humane Society. Oh, that's wonderful. Why did you choose the Humane Society? Well, just because I really, really love animals. Mm-hmm. That's a good reason. There's a lot of people that love animals that give money to the Humane Society. Yeah, it's kind of cool because the different markets that we do, sometimes they'll have like a charitable organization that's partnering with it. So when we did the Soviet Island Farmers Market, she donated to Equitable Giving Circle, which we um, know them from our um, talk that we did and the money went to them. And they um, that time were doing backpacks for kids like filled with school supplies. So she oh. gave money to them and I think it's just a nice way to teach her about giving back and also being able to save for the things that you want to get. So instead of doing like balance or something, this is just sort of our version of that. That's cool. I'm glad she's not saving up to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I'm saving up for her to go to college. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad she's not doing it. Yeah. Is there anything that you don't like about having a business, Adeline? How long the markets are? How long the markets are. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I just like take breaks, then I go back, and then sometimes I take a break, and then I just quit during the break, so I don't really do it anymore. And then I just let my parents do it. Yeah. I They're my minions. <laughs> we end up uh, working for her because it's a long day for her to, yeah. you know, be sitting at the table. I would say like an hour is really enough time. <laughs> So do you usually sell out when you go to the markets, Adeline? Usually sell out. Yeah, usually she does. We, um, it kind of depends on the market, but she'll definitely sell out of something. Like if, especially if we bring a really special berry, like when we brought Tay berries, she sold those really, really quickly because the season was so short that they weren't even at the market anymore, you know, and a lot of people didn't know what tea berries were. Aren't they the yellow ones? Are they yellow? No, they're, um, they're like Mm -hmm. a cross between a boysenberry and a raspberry, I believe. So they're like long and skinny and they're like, not quite the color of a blackberry or a boysenberry. So they almost look like this magenta color. They're really Mm. beautiful and tasty kind of not as sweet as a raspberry. What about gooseberries? Are you going to do gooseberries when they're ready? We've tr- So we tried a lot of round things. You want to tell Sarah about what, what it was like when we did the huckleberries or the grapes? How did they turn out? They when explode. we tried them. Were they good or not? For what? The grapes. I didn't really like them. Yeah. The, anything round doesn't totally freeze dry like it doesn't get crunchy so it's kind of sticky and not oh you know what you have to do you have to poke holes in it yeah you'd have to poke holes in all of them or you'd have to cut them in half which is not you know it's not really conducive to the way that we want to do it we want to just wash the berries and and put them in there and 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 be done with it so you try now it's tomato season are you going to try tomatoes I tried tomatoes and it's the same. You'd really have to cut them in half. So we, you yeah. know, we might use them for something along the lines of our sauce business. But for her, I think she's just going to stick with the things that turned out the best. So the, be- the raspberries and the, but- and the um, Skittles, right? She did sour Skittles too. And those were really fun. 
Ooh. We know we didn't sell them. We just tr- we just tried them. They were good. We still have them downstairs. We do still have them. Yeah, her friends were really oh. into those. Mm-hmm. Even you have to baby, talk up a little bit. Even baby Yona. She's a baby. Mm-hmm. She loved the sour ones. She didn't really think they were sour, but they were sour. Oh. Yeah, she would take a bite and then and then go oh and then show us what was in her mouth because <laughs> I think that she was shocked at what it was. Well, let's take a break and when we come back, let's talk more about how you um, do your freeze drying and how long it takes. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of Meaningful Marketplace. With a mission to serve all Oregonians, we are committed to giving voice to those whose food and agricultural stories are not always heard. By providing access and opportunity for a more diverse and just food system, because food brings people together. Okay, welcome back from break. Adeline, can you tell us how you put the candies in the freeze dryer? What do you have to do when you're going to freeze dry your candies? So since we are a licensed food business, I actually have to do all of the freeze drying for I, Adeline. I don't have my food. She doesn't have her food handler's card because she's not old enough. Oh, so you're her co-packer? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I um, do all of the food handling. Well, I Tell them what you do. do um, I put the stickers on. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful stickers. Uh, those are beautiful. Good job. Seagull the bags. Yeah, so she, so I, I freeze dry everything. I pack everything. You know, we have to monitor stuff just like any other food business. Since she is selling them at the farmers market under our business, um, but then Adeline will do all the stickers. She puts all the stuff on, and then she sells them herself. And then she, we have a vacuum sealer, so she'll vacuum vacuum seal them. Nice. Um, yeah, but it was just a nice way for her to have something to do alongside of me because she want, wanted to always help me with the business since our kitchen's in our home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was a good way for her to be able to, you know, be doing something that she felt like went along with our business and that she could be proud of and excited about. What is people's reaction when you tell them you have a business? They're kind of confused. They're kind of confused, yeah. Some aren't very confused. You have to speak up or nobody's going to hear you. Some aren't very confused, but some are. Yeah. Do any of your friends have businesses? No. 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 No, no, no. Do you think you'll have this business for a long time, or do you think it's just something you want to do for a little while? I might have it for, like, oh, a, a little bit longer, but I probably will. What do you think you want to do for a job when you're a grown-up? I already told you many times, a singer. You want to be a singer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you taking singing lessons? Yes. Oh, do you want to sing something for us? No. (laughs) (laughs) You put her on the spot. (laughs) Oh. Sarah sings on the show all the time. Yeah. I don't have anything to sing for you today. She sings us little jingles quite often. I, my daughter, Amy took singing lessons too. She really enjoyed that. Yeah. Adeline likes it. You know, for now they um, do it on zoom. uh, So they haven't had like performances or anything, but I think at some point they do, 
But that's kind of the thing that I feel like the business does for her at the market is it really gives her, especially at a time that we weren't interacting with a lot of people because, um, you know, the world had shut down. It gave her the opportunity to at the market, you know, she wears her masks and, and she talks to people, but she's really, um, she's really social and it gave her this opportunity to, to be able to talk to people and interact with them, which made her happy, you know, cause she gets to see people tell her what a great job she's doing and that she, you know, is this small entrepreneur. And so I hope it inspires other families and other kids to work together. Cause we really get a lot of joy out of it and we really like it. Well, I was trying to figure out if you had the chance, Adeline, would you um, sell your product at a school bazaar in the fall? Adeline did a school bazaar, not last year, but the year before. What tell Sarah what you made for that? Soap and soap and bath salt, and I think we tried bath bomb. Yeah. So if they have those again, would you bring your bunny puffs there and sell them at your school? I definitely would. How do would. you think? How do you think the kids at your school would respond? They'd be like, "What are they?" <laughs> Probably. I think they would think that they were really cool. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would definitely pick Skittles. Yeah. Now I see some sparkles in your hair. I was trying to figure out: is that a sparkle from eating the bunny puffs? <laughs> If people eat bunny puffs, will they grow sparkles in their hair? No. Tell them how you got the sparkles in in your hair and what they're called. They're called fairy floss, and I got them from hair places. Different hair places, I guess. Nice. Uh, There's a woman who does the Portland Night Market with us, and she um, puts little, little glittery strands, and she ties them into kids' hair or adults. I even saw a man get some put into his beard at the night market. So they are for everybody, (laughs) but she gets them done at the salon. That's nice. Yeah. I thought for a minute it was from the bunny puffs. No, I wish that, but if we told people that it would be false advertising. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if you ever watched the show Powerpuff Girls. Have you seen the show Powerpuff Girls? Powerpuff Girls? I think one time, no, no. No, I, it, I remember that show, but I think it might be a little wild for her. <laughs> we Let might have, there's some shows that really pump her up too much. Okay. We're not going to watch this show. I loved that show. When Amy was young, we would watch, watch it together. <laughs> no. So Adeline, okay. who do you, who did you learn your business skills from? Like, how did you learn about being like at the market selling stuff? I learned them from the best business lady ever, my mom. Oh. <laughs> from learned your mom. From so I when think- when you take money from people, do you count back change and give them the right change and everything like that? So you're counting money. Yeah. When you when people pay you, do you give them change? Yeah. Yeah, she's really good at it. And at the end of the market, do you get to count all the money and see how much money you made? No. My parents take care of that for me, <laughs> too. Uh-huh. I just sell it and stuff. So. You're the salesperson, huh? 
That's good. She can count back change, but, um, you know, much higher than that. It's a little, it moves into our, our world. We have to do it for her. I have a question for you about, uh, really, I have a really important question for you, Adeline. If there was a famous person that you could choose to be your spokesperson, can you tell us who that would be? Can it be a YouTuber? Yes. My favorite YouTuber, Afmel. She has a favorite YouTuber named Afmel. And can you tell Sarah? I mean, Sarah doesn't know who that is or what that means. I don't know Afmel. You're going to have to tell her who Afmel is and what why you like her. Okay, so she's a grown-up, which I already know. But it's kind of, it was kind of disappointing to me. But anyway, and she plays a game called Among Us and Minecraft. And Among oh. Us Minecraft, both mixed and separate. And so um, I just really like her because she's funny and her friends that she also plays the games with are really funny and they pull pranks on each other a lot. And why do you think she would be a good representation of your business? Like, why do you think you'd want her to talk about your bunny puffs? Yes, I really, I just really like her. I just really, really like it. I think what you should do is put together a gift box and send them to her. I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know. I've had food entrepreneurs send their stuff to Oprah. Mm -hmm. And then Oprah puts it on her magazine and stuff. And then they get free advertising. I think we should totally do it to her I, for sure yeah. but make sure it, that it's on your mom's website before but you I, do it mm-hmm. i am i would i want to say i'm her biggest fan but i can't because in a lot of her videos she always says her daughter is her biggest fan mm, yeah you can be the second biggest fan yeah i'm her second biggest fan and so I, I'm her second biggest fan because of her daughter. Yeah, we'll send her somebody who I think she'll really like them. Adeline really likes um, people that are really funny because she's super funny and she loves to make people laugh. Like she always is making her friends laugh. True. And especially at school, if there's somebody who's kind of quiet or shy, Adeline knows exactly how to make them laugh. And they, I will just hear giggles and giggles and giggles coming from these little gals that she loves so much. And it's really fun to see her do that. What are some of your tricks and tips and tricks for making people laugh? I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) I just, you just do it. I just do it. I just do it. She makes a lot of really fun faces that like she's very emotive. So even though our listeners can't see any of the faces that she makes, she knows how to like, cause she won't get in trouble for like being loud in class, but she'll be able to make some faces that will really get people going. <laughs> it's pretty fun. She's a fun it's gal. Good. It's good to be a giggler. Yeah. Adeline, are there any new products you want to try? Any new bunny puffs that you want to test out? The white no. raspberries? White raspberries. That would be good. I like a whole jar in a hotel. Yeah, on we, a bed. we made some and white I raspberries and they turned out really good, but that was during that heat wave. And so then all the farms were out of them. So we'll have to do those next year, but they were a fave for sure. The white have you tried buying frozen berries and freeze drying those? 
you know, we, they, you can do that. You can totally freeze dry from frozen products. And, um, I'm sure we could probably find some, we just, for now, cause it's berry season here. We've just been doing fresh berries from the market. And Skittles. And Skittles. We buy huge bags of them. <laughs> we buy huge bags of Skittles, <laughs> supporting the Skittle company for sure. <laughs> okay. Adeline, anything else you want to tell people about having a business? What's your favorite part about it? It's really fun. Really fun. Sarah, do you have any other questions for Adeline? I do have one last question for you, Adeline. I want to know if there's anything you could change about the business, what would it be? Nothing, I guess. <laughs> it's perfect the way it is. She has her dream business. <laughs> Well, Adeline, I'm very proud of you and your business, and I hope that you inspire other young girls to have businesses as well. I think you're doing a great job. Yes. Lemonade stand, maybe. Yep. Like a lemonade stand. If people want to start a lemonade stand, they can ask Adeline for advice. She has had one before. If anybody wants to get Adeline's bunny puffs, you can, um, she comes with us to the Portland Farmer's Market at PSU on the first Saturday of every month. So you can come get some there. She will also be at the Portland Night Market with us in September. And then she does the Sovie Island Farmer's Market, which is the second Sundays of the month. Okay. And I got an announcement to make too, which I forgot at the beginning. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the OSU Foundation are having a pop-up dinner. So if you go on the website, it's not really a pop-up dinner, but it's a pop-up dinner on Zoom. You can order a box um, that will have different types of foods in it. And then there's a video of my team cooking dinner that you get to watch. And then everybody gets together on Zoom and eats. And we learn about agriculture in the state of Oregon. That sounds really cool. When, when do people do that? Well, you have to go on the website right now. Okay. Um, but it's coming up. We're going to ship boxes out the week of the 23rd. So cool. we have about a week. Sounds good. We'll yeah. um, post about it and, and cool. get people the link so that yeah. they can do it. That's really fun that you're doing. Yeah, hopefully it's not too late and people have a chance to sign up. Okay, anything else you want to say before we close out, Adeline? Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Bye. We record Missoni and Marshall live every week. You can listen to past episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to our audio engineer, Lon, and our production assistant, Chelsea. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can contact us at our Masonian Marshall Instagram, and we will be back next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye, Bye for now. Market of Choice is a proud sponsor of Meaningful Marketplace. As a family-owned organ grocer for 42 years, Market of Choice strives to inspire, mentor, and assist a diverse group of local producers and foster equity in our communities. With 11 stores in Oregon, Market of Choice supports these craft makers as well as farmers, fisher folk, and ranchers by bringing more than 7,000 local products to market. Together, we form a sustainable, community-based food system that serves our great state. To learn more, go to marketofchoice.com. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen. Learn. Launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.